0: Hey, and thanks for joining us again here on Uninformed Gamers. I am uh, Chameleon or Chris, whatever you want to call me.
1: And I am Devin or Darkness Tiger, whichever one you prefer. I'm not partial to either or, and I won't respond to either.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, man. So, so we'll yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, you know what's funny? Because every time I kind of do the sign-off about like how um, feel free to send me a friend request or whatever, people actually send me friend requests, but they don't like give a message beforehand. So I don't know if I actually should accept them or not.
0: Oh, so you like, you've been getting uh friend requests since we started doing this podcast and you're not sure who they are.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I've been getting like significantly more friend requests now than I have in my entire time of video gaming, which is cool. But at the same time, if you're going to send a friend request, please send a quick short message just so I know who you are and, um, how you found me or else I'll be really creeped out.
0: <laughs> All right. So yeah, if you uh, send a request to Devin, just make sure you, uh, <laughs> make sure you let him know that it's from uh, you. You found him from listening to our podcast here.
1: Yeah. Cause if not, <laughs> I am not going to respond or accept or hang out with you because I just assume everyone and everything is either a bot or it's cake. <laughs>
0: that's comical <laughs> all right so uh dude so i was um i was searching through um twitter and I, I saw like nintendo like had had said something it was it was quite interesting and um i wanted to go over it a little bit okay um so the um doug bowser i believe his name is is the uh the head of nintendo right now and um he was talking and he's like yeah so we're like halfway through the like the life cycle of the switch and i'm sitting here thinking i'm like i really like like the switch like i like <laughs> i know like i know it's been out for like three or four years at this point um and but i'm just like thinking i'm like is it really already halfway through that life cycle like it's it's kind of crazy to me because it's it's such a well-designed like good console for like what it's uh what like what its audience was and what it's aiming to do and everything um and I'm just like, hmm. I wonder if I wonder what they'll do. Like it like it has me thinking about what they'll do for like their next uh console.
1: Well, one of the big things about this particular console generation of the new Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 was kind of how Nintendo really didn't play by that same rule. Nintendo's kind of been doing its own thing, going off because after the Wii, it was the Wii U, which was a complete and utter disaster. And, mm-hmm. then, and then the Switch. And when you think about the Switch, it truly does not feel like it's been out that long of a time. Because um, when I think of the Switch, I'm just thinking like two years, because I guess to me that's like, oh, well. I still think the Switch is a very new thing, a new console, where we're still exploring the limitations of it. So to hear that it's at its halfway point is weird to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was super, uh, it was super strange to me, because I'm just like, well, like... I don't want you guys to abandon this concept because it worked really really well now I do think they should come out with a like a the switch pro which has been like rumored forever now um because it it does have some um definite like technical limitations because of the how it was designed um but i would love to, I would love to see a pro version of it that can do increased um Increased graphics, uh, better battery life, uh, different things like that, I feel would be really, really nice with it.
1: Well, I think with Nintendo, Nintendo's kind of always been an odd man out. It really doesn't subscribe to that pro thing. When it does move on to a different console, it completely moves on to a different console. Yeah. And, And Nintendo having the kind of benefit as well as the positive aspect being that they don't really need to set any kind of new standard for video gaming. Nintendo doesn't need to make anything a great graphics console. Does not even make a powerhouse system, because Nintendo's fan base is already built in. Where it doesn't really matter what the product Nintendo is going to be putting out, because people are going to buy it. You're not going to you're not buying a Nintendo for like top notch graphics. You're not buying Nintendo because it's like uh, you can play a hundred um, Fortnite or Call of Duty on it. You're buying a Nintendo for the replayability. You're buying. You're buying a Nintendo for the, um, the ecosystem, which consists of, like, the Mario games, uh, Legend of Zelda. You're, you're, Nintendo doesn't really have to come out with a pro console. But if they feel that they're at their halfway point, I think that the next console Nintendo's going to do is going to be obviously different than the Switch. Do you think that they're going to keep up with, like, the little mobile aspect where you can just kind of walk into different rooms with it? Or do you think they're going to go back to, like, a dedicated in-room console?
0: You know, I, I actually think they'll keep up with the mobile aspect. I think that they really found like a very niche in the market. And I think that they, they like really capitalized on that niche. And I think they can push it going forward because they did discontinue like the, the DSs. So I, I can only assume that they'll go back to like uh, they'll keep doing the hybrid console instead of just uh, the console
1: console yeah because microsoft kind of met them a little bit with the um cloud gaming or xcom or whatever it's called uh, where you can play your xbox on your computer your phone as long as you have a good uh, internet connection so i think it would be kind of weird if nintendo did not keep that up and it's it's even weirder to think that sony really is not as portable as Microsoft has become and as Nintendo has almost always been with the Game Boy and the GameCube, um, the DS, uh, the Switch U. Yes, Sony had the PSP. And I don't, and all honestly, I don't even know if Sony still makes the PSP.
0: They don't. It's uh, It's been discontinued for a few years, actually, now.
1: See, I, I think that it's actually the ball is now in Sony's court to kind of answer that challenge from both Microsoft and Nintendo for... I used to say the casual gamer is the one who has the handheld, but I don't think that's true anymore. I think that if you are an official, legitimate gamer and you're tied into the market, you're now looking at mobile gaming as an option for you.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, um, for example, like I, I love, like you said, the the Project X Cloud um, from Microsoft because. Sometimes I just want to just be like laying in my bed, and, but I want to play to the same games that are on um, the the console downstairs, and so or, or when or like Victoria Victoria will be on the TV or something, I'm like, well, I guess I'll just pick up and play it on my phone, and um, that ability is super nice. Um, I'm I haven't heard if like. Sony is gonna like get into doing something like that because they haven't said anything, as far as I know so far. But I'd like to see them actually get into this as well.
1: Yeah, because I think that Sony really is missing kind of a um, it's missing a it's missing a part of the market with this. Because though um, Nintendo has a very massive market and though Microsoft is getting into it, I think that the ground is still fresh. I don't think that if Sony started working on a product right now that they would really be losing out too much. But if Sony is only going to exclusively just focus on the PS5 as well as the uh, digital edition, they're, they're really missing out. And I think not just in like terms of sales, but also in terms of development. When Microsoft decided to go ahead and run with this, doing this portable gaming, I'm sure Microsoft learned a lot and for the casual gamer, you have not only just the console, you actually have, okay, I can play on my phone when I'm like uh, waiting at the drive through or la-di-da-di-da, la-di-da-di-da. Um, so I, I truly hope that for Sony's sake, that either they follow the Microsoft route where they make um, the PlayStation 5 a mobile com- a console for your phone or whatever, or they follow the Nintendo model and release a separate console that's not necessarily the PSP, because I always felt like the PSP was like the redheaded stepchild of the Sony lineup. but like, <laughs> And it really was because most people forgot about the PSP, including myself. And when it came time for like actual power product, it was never seen as a power play. Um, right. So I truly hope that for Sony's sake and for the Sony consumer base, that Sony does go back to working on a mobile console but knowing Sony, they probably will not.
0: Yeah i I think Sony is going to be a little bit more hesitant in the market uh, for its own standalone because the PSP it just it just never took off because everyone's like, well, we have Nintendo's DS. Why would we ever buy the PSP? I have a right. I have a PlayStation at home. Why would I do this? So. I, I don't even know how that they could differentiate it enough that people be like, oh, yeah, no, this is worth buying because this isn't this isn't my this isn't the same games I can get on my PlayStation. <laughs> and this isn't this is the same. This isn't something I can get on the, the Nintendo's product as well. So I, I, I really think it would be a hard point for them to do that. But I definitely I definitely could see them doing the, the Microsoft route, though, for sure.
1: Do you think that Nintendo has an advantage in doing not, not necessarily mobile gaming, but portable gaming simply because those their games that they do sell are not powerhouse games? They're not like going oh, to be yeah. frying a console because the graphics require so much demand, though they are massive games and they are fast paced games. Most people aren't looking at a micro, uh, uh, Mario cart and are like, well, I wish this was uh, 240 frames per second. No, <laughs> you're not. You don't, you don't, you actually do not care about what a Mario game looks like. You care about the playability and then the replayability of a Mario game.
0: Yeah, yeah. Whenever you're, honestly, whenever you're playing a, a Mario game, you're looking for like the family aspect usually and the play with your your friends, family, whoever that may be you're um you're not you're like you said you're definitely not looking at it for like oh 120 frames per second 240 4K it, it's it's definitely not what they're going for um so yeah i'm 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 with you 100% there
1: <laughs> if if nintendo were to go ahead and in another couple of years decide they want to create a new console as a consumer what would you like to see nintendo actually do what would you think that nintendo's biggest step forward could be for them
0: that is a damn good question yeah, um, you
1: could ask those every now and then
0: <laughs> so if, if i would i would first i want to make sure they do keep the hybrid thing because the hybrids the hybrid console is awesome it works really well um i want to make sure that there's some leap and bound strides in battery life battery life like i'm talking give me Give me a 10 15 hour battery on that thing okay like, uh, give give me just give me a good good amount of time like there's definitely been some leaps in the like battery world and like for example, like um the headset I'm using now to like to hear um I think it's got like a 15 hour battery that's that's, that's pretty good. I know it's not running visuals and all that other stuff um but i do i I do think that they're they can improve it because I think right now like I have the original Switch. I think people say that it only lasts like 4 4 maybe 5 hours About That's pretty that's pretty tough. That's pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. So like if they yeah. can even if they doubled it. So say we can get it to 10 hours. That's that's perfect. That's great. I'll I'll take that. Um that's going to be a huge thing for me. Um man, I don't really I don't know what else that I would really want from them. Um they've with the switch, they pretty much nailed my niche of what I want from Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: fair. So,
0: so, like, I I truly don't know what like what what they would need to make for me to want to buy it um, over the switch, and what it would be offering that's just like polarizing for them, or like so in some way, shape, or form, just strictly better than the switch.
1: Yeah, and. Honestly, when it comes to the next generation of Nintendo consoles, obviously, as you stated, battery life is massive because four to five hours is pathetic. (laughs) Uh, That's one sit down before a bathroom break. Come on, Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, But I think that no matter what Nintendo's next move is going to be, if they choose to release a dedicated console or continue along the lines of a portable gaming, if they're going to do that the next time they do an unveil, they're really going to have to put forward a bunch of new games that make you want to be excited about it. Because right now with the Switch, you have some fantastic games. You got Breath of Wild, you have Animal Crossing, you have all sorts of Mario iterations. You really have everything you could possibly want. So if, if Microsoft, or not Microsoft, if Nintendo is going to release a new console, put the reason as to why people are going to be buying your console up front have ready to go a new zelda a new metroid prime a new mario a new luigi's mansion a paper mario you really need to actually sell the console and more than just oh we increased the battery life uh because yeah. i don't i don't think for the average consumer they're gonna well
0: that's not gonna do it
1: yeah. i don't think that's gonna do it if it's like oh yeah we're, we're releasing this pro one but we're not gonna change up too much we're not gonna be doing anything different
0: yeah, yeah, they 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 can't have a release like with the Nintendo Switch, the uh, the Wii U. I'm sorry, no, the yeah, Switch. they can't do that again. The Wii U could kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it almost did. <laughs> In my personal opinion, so like, uh, is as long as it's not like that where it's very like a mixed messaging. Like, is this even different than my Wii? Right, because like, a lot of people said that's that's the reason that it never sold. Right. They were like, "Well, what, what's this tablet?
1: <laughs> what I have a, Wii? With a Nintendo tablet."
0: Yeah, I, I have a Wii. Is this like an attachment for it? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the kind of questions I got at retail when I was working retail at Best Buy. Um, but, but yeah,
1: you know what's crazy? The Wii U was around for five years.
0: Didn't even seem like it.
1: No, I am like, was the, the Wii U was around for like two months? No, the Wii U was around for five years too long that Way is long. that is just ridiculous because I, I if you asked me what was the best thing that came out of the wii u i wouldn't be able to tell you
0: oh yeah no clue um nope no idea i so actually uh speaking of that so um to get uh, yesterday i got i got a few like uh switch games for christmas oh, good. yesterday being um me and victoria were playing them um and we're playing this uh Mario, Super Mario World. I don't know, Super Mario, the new Super Mario and Luigi game, whatever it was. So originally that game was on Wii U, and she's like, she's like, huh, this looks like really familiar, (laughs) and and we're playing it. She's like, I was like, well, this is technically ported from the the Wii U. She's like, that's what it is. (laughs) We've I've played it before. Wow, on the Wii U.
1: So what do you think what do you think makes the difference between the Wii U's failure and the Nintendo Switch's success?
0: I think that the I, I think one thing was, is they distance their their self from the name Wii. So uh-huh. because they because it has no affiliation with that, there's no longer that like, is this really something new?
1: You hear that, um, Microsoft? Did you hear that?
0: <laughs> so that was that was one big thing that they did um they also marketed the hell out of that thing um just that like you know that that click you you know what I'm talking about yeah, when you're the watching click. a commercial you hear that click when they yeah. push it in the place that was that was genius marketing right there mm-hmm. uh, so they like showing why it's called the switch because it sounds like you're hitting a light switch when you plug it into the dock okay uh, so like that was that was massive um showing that it could be played like outside and on the go um, huge because because there's a lot of people like say like New York um a lot of travelers or like uh, like New York for the subs uh, the um uh what do you
1: call hold that? on before you can before you can figure out your train of thought I want to go ahead and just talk about millennial Chris calling the subway the subs
0: I call it the subs yeah no. <laughs> I hate that <laughs> yeah and then uh planes uh just traveling in general the switch is like the oh, perfect, absolutely. perfect machine. and the wii u was confusing because you when you look at it you're like oh it's a tablet i could play it on the go no you cannot nope. you have to be in the room with that console like with the, the console.
1: And that's, <laughs> that's really dumb because you're really limiting your options, which you can and cannot do with a console that's quote-unquote portable.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So I, I think there was actually, like, several things that uh, that did it for it that just se- single-handedly made this, like, the the console that's actually selling – I think they said it's selling the second best of any of Nintendo's products. I 100% uh, believe that. Um. So yeah,
1: I'm, I'm assuming it's behind the Wii.
0: I would have to assume that. I don't know.
1: I mean, like, let me let me look it up because the Wii Wii Mania was crazy.
0: Oh yeah, it was absurd. It was absolutely absurd
1: because people were fighting in Walmart's. I don't know what I guess because of like how family friendly it could appear to be. That may be why. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, yeah, so the Wii was the first, well, not including like the Nintendo DS because the Nintendo DS was the highest selling for the Wii product or for the Nintendo products, but for consoles. Yeah. Uh, and then followed by the Game Boy and the Game Boy Color. Then mm-hmm. it was the Wii as the actual console and then followed yeah. by the Switch. Switch. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, good on you. Good on you, Nintendo. When you think of Nintendo though, what is the first thing that comes to mind in regards to gaming? Mario. Every
0: every time is Mario.
1: Mario and what would you think is the next one because for me it would be Mario followed by Legend of Zelda.
0: Yeah, I would have said the exact same thing.
1: And then the red-headed stepchild of the franchise, Metroid. That was
0: actually the my third. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. It, it really and it it truly goes in that order. And then of course you have like the one-offs but they're in, like, like Donkey Kong's games that's so in the same universe as Mario. Yeah,
1: so when you think Mario, you're also thinking, like, all the subsidiary that comes with Mario. You're thinking Luigi, you're thinking Yoshi, you're thinking Donkey Kong, you're thinking yep. Mr. Toad, Peach, and so on and so forth. And when you think of Legend of Zelda, you think Zelda, you think Link. When yep. you think Metroid, Pride, you think Samus. Mm-hmm. And then, honestly, I don't know what a fourth would be because you can't say Sonic because Sonic isn't Nintendo. Uh Kirby. Okay. I you can say uh, Kirby would obviously, yeah. I, I could see Kirby. Um uh, yeah. is, is Bayonetta now Nintendo exclusive.
0: Hmm. It's on the Xbox.
1: It's the first one is on the Xbox, but after the first Bayonetta, um, I think the another company bought them, and I think Bayonetta is now just Nintendo exclusive, which is unfortunate because I thought Bayonetta was a fantastic game.
0: Yeah, I I actually truly don't know. They, it might be.
1: Well, okay. So when you think, but I, out of them all, um, Mario, Legend of Zelda, um, um, Metroid Prime, which one do you think could do better? Which one do you think can significantly improve to help bump them up? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak first. I'm gonna say Metroid Prime because I yeah. feel. And knowing what I know about video games, I feel like this is a game uh, series that everyone universally loves, but I never understood why, because the games were almost always terrible.
0: So I can't really speak for Metroid because I've never been, hmm, I've never really wanted to play them. Like, and, and that, that that alone speaks to that they, like, it sh- they should market it better. They need to come out with a, like a new game and I need to see some stuff from them. Okay. Uh, I've strictly, I've just never played one. I, I I, have never, I don't even know what you do. Like, I don't know if it's like a, like an adventure game puzzle game. I, I'm not sure what their, their, uh, it is for their, their game. I have no idea what, like what category it falls under.
1: I think Metroid probably falls under different categories, platformer, adventure, puzzle. I think it's a little bit of everything, But as you said, how good is the marketing if this has been a series for 20 years and you don't know exactly what it is?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I remember when we had an N64, there was a Metroid game on there. I just never got it. Right. Um, I'm not sure like they did like Nintendo did a really good job of marketing Zelda and Mario back in the day.
1: I know they still still do a great job doing both things.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just Metroid, I don't know what happened. i i I feel bad that I've never played it <laughs> because there's been I guess some interest as to like what I'm missing, right? but like I just I then again, I still just don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about it.
1: but on but as a consumer, that is not on us for it is not on us to be excited about a game. It is for the person who's making the the producer to make us excited. And if you're not making us excited about the Metroid Prime series, why should we care and why should we spend our money? Just because, oh, when you think Nintendo, one of the things you think of is Metroid. Yeah, but only because we know it's always been there, but we don't know anything (laughs) about it.
0: Facts, (laughs) pure facts.
1: (laughs) And another one I forgot to mention is Star Fox.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, Star Fox. Yeah, that's, that's, true. that's another, true.
1: Another redheaded stepchild, even though, like, that is built-in brand loyalty for Star Fox, who is the oh, yeah. goat of all time and the goat of the Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> the broke shield. <laughs> the broke shield. Um, oh, man. Speaking of Nintendo, um, let's talk a little bit about Legend of Zelda for a second. yeah. Out of all the Legend of Zeldas, which one would be, in your opinion, your favorite? But also, which one do you think was kind of a letdown for you?
0: Wind Waker was my favorite by far. Not and, even close.
1: And why was Wind Waker your Wind Waker your favorite by far? Because that's that's is a hot take. That is not necessarily a controversial opinion, but one that will raise a few eyebrows.
0: It's when you when you play that version of the game you feel like you're playing a nintendo game because of the the graphics, the art style. Um, i i love the like aspect of sailing my little boat, <laughs> my little raft out into the ocean right. to get just destroyed by the super squid that pops up and just rails you in the middle of a snow a storm. It was it was it was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> it like i liked the way the puzzles were designed. I like there really isn't much i didn't like about the game. Okay. Um, as far as one, I really didn't like, I didn't like Majora's Mask.
1: That is crazy that you said that, because that was going to be one I did not like.
0: Either. <laughs> I, I was not a fan of the, Hey, you, you have to go back in time because the world's going to end again. And I'm like, this is the stupidest. I just, I just really <laughs> didn't like it. Let's just, let's just say that. I just didn't like it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it was And people are going to be upset and mad at you because you said that, because some people feel that Majora's Mask sits just beneath Ocarina of Time, and I just Mm -hmm. don't agree. I am like, this is just not as good as the others in the series, and Mm -hmm. I don't know why, what is there to dislike about it, but when you're comparing Legend of Zelda, yes, Legend of Zelda has had some missteps, like the very First, or I didn't say the very first, probably the second Legend of Zelda was absolute garbage. And though Zelda has released a S-ton sh- of games, I feel like Majora's Mask is one of the ones where it's just like, yes, this is a big game. Yes, this is a game that everybody universally loves. But in the realm of all good Zelda games, that one just sits at the bottom for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, I would I would put um, Wind Waker number one. Okay. And then number two, I would put Ocarina. Like,
1: Yeah, I'm definitely going to disagree with you for the number one, though.
0: What are you going to say the number one is?
1: I'm actually going to say number one is the Wii um, Twilight Princess. Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess.
0: That's actually my third pick.
1: Okay, fair enough. And the reason Mm -hmm. I like Twilight Princess is because I thought that that was one of the best art styles. I thought Mm -hmm. that, okay, Nintendo is actually trying to come in with the graphics war right now. I thought the storyline in itself was fantastic. That Fun fact, that is the only Zelda game I ever finished. (laughs) I kid you not, because with, with uh, Ocarina of Time, I got to, like, the last hour, and I just stopped playing. Um, Legends of All the Four Swords, I got about halfway through before I quit out. Wind Waker, I would watch you play it. I, I'd i much rather watch you play Wind Waker than um, to actually play it. I thought it was fine. I thought the art style was great. I thought the music was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was just a little bit – it just felt a little bit too big for me. Um, it is
0: very big. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Where Twilight Princess, I felt like it was perfectly sized, the graphics were good, it had a story that you cared about, and it was an easier game. I, I I wouldn't say it's the easiest of Zelda games, but it was an easier game to finish.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Um, like I have uh what's the switch one?
1: Um Breath of the Wild.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have Breath of the Wild. I Oh I'm at the it's- last part. I'm in the castle. Okay. I have no idea how to get to the Ganon fight. I've lost. <laughs> I am literally at the last step in the game. I did a lot of those like shrines. I did like, I want to say like 80 of them or something, 80 or 90 of them. Mm-hmm. And there's like a hundred and something of them. Um, and those those essentially are like the little the puzzle dungeons. Um and I just I was trying to beat it and I feel bad that I haven't. But like I literally am lost. I have no idea how to get to Ganon. Like I'm literally like I walked in the castle. I'm on the first floor and I got lost. I have no idea how to get out and how to get back like to the outside. I think I just need to be outside at this point.
1: Yeah, you gotta <laughs> definitely hop in there and finish it because if you're this close to beating the game, Chris, just go ahead and figure it out. <laughs> Don't give <laughs> yeah. up now. Don't do what I do. <laughs>
0: Oh, I've been doing this for years. (laughs) I'll like, it took me as, as this is the type of gamer I am. Have you ever played Batman Arkham Asylum?
1: Yes. I played the first one. Yeah.
0: Yep. Okay. That's the one I played. So I was so, I got really into the game. Yep. Then there hit a point. I got lost. Now you're, you're probably thinking, how the hell did he get lost? It's pretty like straightforward.
1: Yeah. Pretty linear.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I I was lost. I it, I was so lost that like I could not figure it out. I put the game down for two years. <laughs> I ev- have. <laughs> I, I eventually came back. I figured out where I needed to go, and then I beat it that year. Okay. <laughs> so like, like, and now, mind you, I had been playing this game over the course of three years. So it took me like five years to beat that game.
1: It took you. Less time than it took me to beat it. I'm surprised. <laughs> well, because the same thing actually happened to me, Chris. I got two apart, and I was just like, huh. Well, let me just start yeah. backtracking. Let me see if I missed something. And then I was just like, I am actually just stuck. So I hit <laughs> it and never played again. <laughs> and that's why I never played the others, because I can't. I can't play. As everybody knows with me, I have to go through the video game series in order. That's why... I, I was on Assassin's Creed for so long because I was going through for uh, Black Flag all the way up to Odyssey. Now that Valhalla is out, I'm waiting until the new until I can get my hands on a new console before I hop in. Um, yeah. But I have to go through the series. And once that happened to me on Arkham Asylum, I'm like, you know, I don't care about this game enough to go back to it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was... Uh... It was an interesting ending to a game. It was interesting.
1: Okay. Um, speaking of, let, let's do one more. Let's talk a little bit more about Nintendo before we change subjects. Mm-hmm. Let, let's talk a little bit about Mario game. Which Mario game do you think has the most replayability?
0: Uh, Probably Mario Party, honestly.
1: I was thinking either Mario Party or Mario Kart. Because Mario Party, you can have so much fun with Mario Party.
0: Oh. oh, it's 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 one of the the best design party games I've ever seen,
1: and I think that since Mario Party has come out, you've really there's really never been anything that's like that close. Well, there's the um, um, the Fall Guys. What is that?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout? Yeah,
1: Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, I think, is like the thing that's trying to come up and dethrone Mario Party. But Mario Party has stayed consistent from Mario Party 1 until Mario Party like 2020. I don't know how many Mario Party games there have been, but there has been a lot.
0: Yeah, so I actually never played the original one or the second one. I played from three on. I've probably played almost all of them. And... I've heard that the, one of those two that I missed was actually really, really good, really mm-hmm. fun. Um, I just it's just it's just too old. It's too old to locate at this point.
1: Yeah, it's too old to locate. And even if you located it, would you really want to go back to the very first one in the series? Because it's it, you're gonna it's gonna you're gonna lose out on something.
0: Oh yeah, no, it's probably gonna look like real garbage. It's oh. probably gonna be <laughs> like really bad. It's on like, Game
1: Boy One. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I I don't even know what it was on. I I really don't know. It might have been N sixty four, but I don't know. I know the original one that I played was on N sixty four, but it wasn't the first one.
1: One of these days, we're gonna have to talk about Pokemon, but I feel like Pokemon deserves its own like podcast episode.
0: <sighs> That's a deep topic.
1: Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll do we'll do Pokemon because it, it would not be fair to do Pokemon in like a quick five minute segment. We'll we'll do an edit episode just dedicated to nothing but Pokemon, the, the TV show, the movies, the video game, the card game. Maybe the listeners will like that an episode dedicated to nothing but Pokemon. But let's switch topics real quick. And I want to talk a little bit about video game movies today, like video game adaptations that have been turned into movies. Okay. Why is this such a hard genre to nail down?
0: Well, it's tough. It's because it, like, most of the time movies come from uh, either, they're usually from some sort of book. And. Not all video games are from books like that. So it's right. it's a little bit harder to like you you essentially are going to write a, a you're going to write a movie and direct a movie based off of essentially stuff from a game. But then you're going to at the same time, because there's not going to be enough stuff to fill that hole of like, well, well, what happened here? You're you're going to be making up shit at that point. Right. And and I think that's where a lot of it, it goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, recently, there was actually a video game uh, that got turned into a movie that actually went really well. The Sonic, the Hedgehog. Yep, we can
1: talk about that one.
0: Um, I haven't personally seen it. I own it. I'm just, I am just haven't watched it yet. <laughs> um, but I do plan on watching it at some point <laughs> in the, this year. <laughs> you know how I am with these damn movies? Yeah, you uh,
1: watch them sometime at the end of the year and be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about it.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, but, like, outside of that, um, there really hasn't been many that have, like, hit hit it. Like, I think there was an Assassin's Creed movie that I heard that did just fine. Uh,
1: uh, I saw that Assassin's Creed movie, Chris, and it did not do fine.
0: <laughs> it was not good. Okay. Um, well, I have that as well. I just yeah, haven't checked it out. Yeah, the Assassin's
1: Creed movie came out in 2016, and it starred Michael Fassbender as, like... Um, I don't know if he was Ezio. I don't know who exactly he was playing <laughs> as. It was really random. It was kind of like trying to get the entire lore of Assassin's Creed, get you caught up to everything in a single movie, a single two hour and 20 minute movie.
0: That's terrible.
1: And um, it was literally doing too much. And Rotten Tomatoes has it at 18%. Oh,
0: my God. I thought it did better than that. Okay. no. Uh, Interesting.
1: box office had brought in 240 million dollars but i think the budget for that movie i think it ended up costing the studio money to make that movie
0: that's comical that sucks but that's comical um what is it uh there's there's also one other video game movie that i loved i don't know how the world felt about it but i loved it the mortal (laughs) combat movies those were awesome.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, I think the Mortal Kombat ones came at a good time because they came out in the mid to um, late '90s. Mm-hmm. You would go into the back of the day, you'd go into the arcade, or you'd go home with your s your SNES, and you'd play the Mortal Kombat games, and it was like this really cool like fighter. It was it was different because it was how gory it could be, and then so when they came out with an actual uh, Mortal Kombat uh, movie. I think that the, it came out at the right time because people were like really excited to see this on the big screen. Um, and the Rotten Tomato score was uh, 48%. <laughs> so, a little bit better. Perfect. Just what I wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm surprised. They're... Go ahead. I'm actually surprised they have not tried to do a remake, of the, a movie remake.
0: And- I was about to tell you, there is actually a Mortal Kombat movie coming again, April 16th.
1: Of this year? Of this year. I bet you that gets delayed. <laughs> <laughs> well
0: Well, it says it's going to be in theaters and on HBO Max. I can tell you right now,
1: it definitely ain't going to be in theaters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> HBO Max for the win. Yeah, because well, I, I,
1: did, did I, I didn't give you the password to the HBO Max, and I also saw Wonder Woman, and I have thoughts on it. Um,
0: I need to watch it. So I need that password ASAP. All right. I I'll get
1: you the password after this, but you got to watch Wonder Woman and we, we're going to talk about it on a different podcast because uh, I, I have not seen a movie that split the people this much. since so like Tenet, and people were really upset. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool. Yeah. This is what I like to hear. I'll
1: get you the login information once we're done with this podcast. Um, but speaking of video game um, to movie adaptations, we didn't hit on the biggest one there was, and that was Resident Evil. Oh,
0: yeah. That one went on for a long time, too. That
1: went <laughs> on for way too long.
0: Too long. Yeah. Like, and I I don't even know who the actress is, but I can visibly see her in my thoughts.
1: Mila, right Mila Jovanich.
0: Yeah, I don't know our actresses and actors and actresses' names. Yeah, <laughs> I just know her face.
1: <laughs> she's also doing the next video game to movie adaptation of Monster Hunter.
0: Yep. Yep. I, because I, as soon as I saw her in that, I thought, huh, you're, my, <laughs> you're the Resident Evil woman.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like the second you saw her, you're like, this is about to be trash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hope it's not. I don't you know how it, it did. did. Um, but <laughs> I, I hope actually- it's a good-
1: I actually like Mila Jovanich when she does literally anything. I think she's a great action star that's incredibly underrated. I yeah. I just think that the the movies that she does, which are like these really cool, supposed to be cool type movies, it's, they're just not good movies.
0: Yeah, yeah. Resident Evil Resident Evil should have probably ended after the second one. I don't I don't even remember the first and second, but I'm gonna like I know they went way there were there's like ten of them.
1: Uh, I, like, yeah there's like six the first one is when when they're in the house yep the second one's when when they're in the city
0: yes yes then,
1: then the third one is when they're out in the desert
0: should not have gone there
1: and the fourth is when we're <laughs> at dairy queen
0: <laughs> <laughs> i i remember the city one because it's the most recent one that i've seen i, I can visibly get a, a like a like um an eye on that one i think i did see bits and pieces of the desert one but for the most part it was uninteresting
1: yeah i think that resident evil it's weird because i think resident evil is one of those series where you really don't need to follow anything for this to work no because you have the name recognition of zombies period You can literally do whatever story you want in this world and it'll make sense. You have to have zombies. You have to have guns. And I Mm -hmm. think with the most recent Resident Evil video games like um, Resident Evil Village and then the Resident Evil when you're like in the house, those are actually terrifying video games that I think that if you just kind of wrote it a little bit differently and put it into a movie, they could actually be terrifying movies as well because Resident Evil movies are not scary. They're action-packed. They're fun to watch. they turn your brain off. They're not good movies, but they are what they are. And I think that Resident Evil, with the previous films, they're trying so hard to stay connected to the video games that that's where they're losing people.
0: hmm I agree with that. They, they though, need to distance themselves from that.
1: Distance yourself. Though we all love Leon and Claire Redfield, uh, a five-minute cameo is not why we're coming to see this movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you quick question on that? Yeah. So like did you did you play the Resident Evil where they're the newest one, Resident Evil seven? Nope. Where they're in the house? Oh, that game's terrifying.
1: Say but that's what I, I had to heard. put it down. I don't play horror games anymore.
0: I had to put it down. <laughs> I was like, I I'm gonna give myself nightmares.
1: Yeah, because uh, psychologically thrilling because the reason I think video game um horror video games are worse than like video game movies in, re- in regards to like Scare Factor because video games uh, can be very scary is because you're actually playing as that character and you actually <laughs> have to move forward. <laughs> 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 in a movie, you um, put it on and whatever happens happens. But in a video game, it is you making all these decisions.
0: That, that game made me afraid of the dark, claustrophobic, uh, f- afraid to go to any type of
1: farm. I all in one and
0: I was like, well, I don't need this stress right now.
1: I just don't. No, I don't need this in my life. And that was the same reason I quit out of a game called Dead Space. I, oh, that I games terrifying. Yeah, I played the first one. I'm like, you know what? I hear very good things about this. Let me go ahead and try it. I I want to I want to really get into this. I got about a third of the way through it and I literally said to myself, I'm like, this is like eating spicy food. And <laughs> The more you eat it, the spicier it gets to the point where it is too, though it is good, it is too spicy for me to enjoy it because I just can't go further with this. That was Dead Space. I literally got to a point point. I said, this is a good game, but I am too terrified to keep going.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, screw that. <laughs> <laughs> no way Mm
1: -mm. all right do you do you want to take a quick guess uh because i'm looking at a list of like um video game movies that are ranked worst to best do you want to take a guess at which video game movie is ranked the worst
0: oh it's either that mario movie or it's the street fighter one it's one of those two
1: i will tell you street fighter is low um but it is not at the bottom
0: is it it's is it the mario one
1: it is not at the Mario one. The Mario one is actually sitting. Uh, actually, uh, no. The Mario one is actually sitting pretty decently on this list, which is terrible. Wow.
0: That uh, is that's impossible. That movie was garbage. It's, it's, it's,
1: this is, list is based on Rotten Tomato score. So the first, the the, the worst movie has a one percent on Rotten Tomato score for a video game that I've played.
0: What what movie is it?
1: It is a 2005 release of a video game movie, Alone in the Dark.
0: I didn't even know it had a movie, honestly. I didn't
1: know it had a movie until this exact moment. I'm like, man, that was a terrible game. And they decided to turn this terrible game into a terrible <laughs> movie too.
0: I, have, I was like, you're going to go watch it? <laughs> oh,
1: absolutely not. I don't have time. Uh, yeah. as, as I'm sitting here literally wondering, what am I What am I doing today? Um, the, Alone in the Dark is a game that it had so much potential and they just... they You can tell that they really just stopped carrying midway through. Because the game is with literally game-breaking bugs. Because the where I stopped... And this is... I don't care if it's a spoiler alert. This game is 15 years old. You're not going to play it. I don't care. Uh, alone... What happened to me was... Is... You know how, like, you can see, like, all... You collect ammo right before you go into a boss fight? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That did not happen for me. So... I am over here like shooting, running, mur- like I'm being chased. I'm shooting. I am out of complete ammo and I, there are no pickup ammo, none. So you walk into this building and the game saves. Oh, there is no. no ammo between when you were just murdering everything outside to walking through this warehouse where there's a couple enemies to fighting the battle, the boss battle where you have no ammo. And that's the only way to kill this thing. I literally said, I hate this game. I quit. And I actually quit out of a game. And that was not the only uh, game-breaking bug. There was plenty more. Um, so uh, I hate that game so much. So the fact that they were like, let's turn this into a movie, really kind of pisses me off.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I was looking looking at this. You played this. I remember you playing this yep. like uh, when we used to live together and then I I yeah i just don't remember like what system was it on xbox
1: i think it was either on i think it was on xbox 360 or something or along those lines ps3 or whatever and yeah. it, it was one of those ones and i remember i because i remember a funny joke because do you remember our friend nico yeah we go over to his house and play like or he'd come to ours we play poker or whatever. Yeah. Uh, because I asked him, we are sitting there just having casual conversation. I'm like, hey, have you ever played Alone in the Dark? And he, was, he looked at me, he was like, that's kind of a personal question, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's fucking stupid. Yeah.
1: So uh, Alone in the Dark is the worst one, followed by Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which was the second Mortal Kombat movie.
0: Didn't, I don't remember that one. I just remember the first one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li does not come in until like number six.
0: I don't know how, because at some point, it was just bison flying around the screen.
1: (laughs) Well, because of the games that came before it. So obviously, Alone in the Dark was worse, followed by Mortal Kombat Annihilations. House of the Dead. I remember this as a video game. I do not remember this as a movie.
0: Yeah, I have no idea what that is. No clue.
1: Oh, followed by In the Name of the King, a dungeon siege tale, which I have never heard of, period. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. Then followed by Blood Rain, which is a video game I remember. Okay. And Chris, you want to know what some... I'm realizing there's something interesting about all of these um, terrible video game movie adaptations. There's something that they all have in common. What? They were all directed outside of the Mortal Kombat Annihilation by the same person.
0: Oh, so there's one guy that screwed the pooch for everything.
1: One guy literally was given... After these games were absolute trash, they kept giving him more. (laughs) So he he has made a lot of movies, Chris. And I'm looking, and he's made a lot of video game movies. And looking at his list, the highest rated movie for him to direct had 40% on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: How. Nah, whatever. This Hollywood, I don't understand. So yeah,
1: so those were the worst. Do you want to take a guess at which video game to movie adaptations were the best?
0: Sonic. That's all I know.
1: Sonic sits in a number three.
0: That's damn good. Yep. Outside that, no clue.
1: Mm Okay, so how about I do? I'll give you the top five. Actually, works. If I give you the top six, it'll make more sense. So top number six was Mortal, the first Mortal Kombat.
0: Okay, yeah. Directed
1: by Paul W.S. Anderson, okay?
0: Uh-huh.
1: So, number five, um, Rampage. Do you remember remember the video game Rampage?
0: Oh, the, the one with the rock in it. Yeah,
1: the one with the rock.
0: Okay, right, okay, it, I can see that. I forgot that that was even a movie.
1: Yep, the number five with a 51% Rotten Tomato score, which this is not very high, by the way. Um, number four was a movie that I wish more people would have saw because I just thought it was fine. Uh, the 2018 remake of Tomb Raider.
0: Yeah, I didn't watch that one.
1: No yeah, way. I wish more people would have. It was still clunky in some parts, and it was still pretty dramatic. But I thought that it was because the original Tomb Raider was done by Angelina Jolie, who I thought did a fantastic job. I thought that this remake was perfectly fine to continue the trend. Um, but yeah. I, wish, I wish more people would have saw it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then number three being Sonic the Hedgehog. Heck yeah! Okay. Number two being Pokemon Detective Pikachu, and we'll um, we'll talk about that when we talk about have the Pokemon episode.
0: Okay. I can see that. Yep. I can see I forgot about it, but yeah, that makes sense.
1: I'll tell you right now, I have negative thoughts on this movie. The number one? Uh, well, number one, I can see why it's number one. Um I don't necessarily agree with it being number one, but I can see why. The Angry Birds movie part two.
0: All right, no, it needs to be off the list. That one doesn't count. No, unfortunately
1: it counts. It's a video game adaptation.
0: That is that is that is garbage. That's a that's a mobile, that's like just a straight mobile cash grab game. And and that
1: and that's the exact reason as to why it sits so high. Because the people who are playing Angry Birds are they don't really they're not they're not really good critiques of video games. It's like, oh, let's do one thing. So when the movie came out, oh I love this game. Let me go see the movie and see it for the kids. Right. Because right, Yeah. Because when you look at the top three on this list, the top three are all kids' movies. So it's Angry Birds movie, Pokemon the Pokemon Detective Pikachu, and Sonic the Hedgehog. These are all movies you're going you're not going to see by yourself, you're going to see because of your kids.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
1: Man, I would love, like, there's a lot of movies on this list that I would love to talk about. Maybe, maybe each one of these will get their own, like, uh, maybe we'll get one whole podcast episode dedicated to, like, um, video game adaptation movies because they are just so dumb. And then, and then we, before we finish up our podcast, there's another part of this genre which we don't talk about, and that's movies that are turned into video games.
0: Hmm. I don't know of any. There, I probably like. I might know, but I don't know. Fast <laughs> you know Furious. what I mean.
1: Fast and Furious.
0: Yeah, that shouldn't be a game, but yeah.
1: I mean, it could be a decent game considering how crazy it is. Um, but they're just all just trash. Just all terrible. Um, yeah. Double O Seven video games. Those are usually pretty good.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I, I think that it's a lot harder to go from a movie into a video game because usually you're just trying to like, oh, we have the rights. Let's just do the same story in a video game.
0: Yeah, and they, they need to think more than that. <laughs>
1: yeah. But all right, Chris, anything else you'd like to talk about? Because we are at our a lot of time. No, no. We can cut it for the day. All right. Thank you, everyone and all of you, for listening to our podcast, Uninformed Gamers. If you like what you hear... Please be sure to like, subscribe, or send us a twenty-dollar bill with your thoughts on it. And while you're liking and subscribing, feel free to follow us on our Instagram—or not Instagram—we are not on Instagram. Feel free to follow us on our Twitter account at uninformed So this time it's going to be spelled a little bit differently: U-N-I-N-F-O-R-M-D gamers g-a-m-e-r-s all one word or if you just type in uninformed gamers into the twitter bar you'll be able to find us and please let us know your thoughts What you'd like to hear what we can improve on and uh i am darkness tiger uh that's my xbox gamer tag if you're going to send me a friend request please let me know so i can accept it please let me know how you found us chris got anything you want to plug
0: yeah uh, i am chameleon or chris whatever you want to call me um You can find me on YouTube at uh, Chameleon Games um, or on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash iChameleonEye.
1: All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will catch you next time. Bye.